You're listening to the Water Into Wine podcast, hosted by Grace Valentine and Ketley Valcourt. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Water Into Wine podcast. I'm your co-host, Grace Valentine, and I'm Ketley Valcourt. And we're super excited to hang out with you guys again. Yeah, summer is here, Ketley. We're we sweat are sweating like bullets in our little she shed oh, today. She shed. It is a warm, what ninety eight degrees. I know, in and Ketley is literally wearing like a outdoor voices like zip up jacket. I don't know what it I'm is. I'm wearing like a bra. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm like I'm I'm I get cold for no reason, and I just love being real warm all the time. Okay, Kelly, any life updates? Any big thing happened? I feel like last week or last episode, that was pretty much... I know. Life's been boring since. Yeah. But, okay, have you seen your cousin? She's, like, dating a guy now. Wait, which cousin? Eliza. Eliza Valentine. I know my cousin Elise was dating a guy. No, Eliza. 17-year-old Eliza. Eliza, Little Eliza. I knew she won class president. What the heck? She's hitting out the park today. Why did she not tell me? Wait, do you want to call her right now? she posted it? She posted it. It's on her story. I saw it, and I was like, sweet girl. Wait, okay, maybe I should call her and see. I'm mad she didn't... Why don't... I feel like I'm like I'm that older cousin that's trying to be relevant all the time. <laughs> Let's see if she answers this. That's I cannot believe my cousin's getting a boyfriend before me. They look so cute. They took like pictures. She's together. class president and getting a boyfriend. It's she like, like in her profile too. Like she's okay. wet for it. Wait, how do I turn on speaker? Wait here. Yeah. She doesn't answer. I'm gonna be so annoyed. Okay, wait, Eliza, okay. are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, what are you up to? Wait, what? Say hello, Grace. I missed you. <laughs> I... He's like, what? <laughs> Ketley's on the okay, phone so too, by you. the way. Okay, so Ketley okay, just cool. told me something. One, I knew you were class president, but you have something else you didn't tell me. <laughs> she goes, oh, I don't. What, are you with your friends? Okay, get it. You're probably there. But wait, do you have something to tell me, Eliza, about your life? Any life updates? We were talking on the podcast about life updates, and then she said that you have something, and it's not COVID. Um, I don't. Eliza, do you have a boyfriend? Yeah, I'm with him right now. Oh, you are? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, well, we were just joking about how – I didn't know you had a boyfriend you posted, and so that was our big life update for the podcast. So yes, I don't know. Do yes, I say that kick- is the big life update. I know, and I just didn't know. I knew Elise had a boyfriend, but now I didn't know about you. So, but, okay, yes. happy for you. I guess we'll talk later, right? Okay, bye. Grace. Sorry yes, if I embarrassed you. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Hope he's okay with being about on the podcast. That's so embarrassing. Oh, I um, love that. That's so cute, She's though. so cute. I know. They're cute. Oh, my gosh. You showed me that pic, too. Okay. So sweet. Sorry, Eliza, for embarrassing you with your boyfriend, but crazy that, yeah, your 17-year-old cousin can be class president and get a boyfriend all before you. I know. Even get to summer. It gets to summer with the boo and everything. I know. I'm just a big girl crushing on people. I'm just kidding. I feel like the issue with me is it's so hard for me to get past that one stage because I'm like, nowadays, it's like serious. So I'm like, oh, if if I'm not sure, I'm not going to – I don't have enough energy to be like another relationship if it's not for real, you know? Oh, 100%. Being 17 is so fun because you can just date someone and it can go nowhere and it'll be okay. You, you cry. Totally with it. Yeah. Totally Anyway, 
very humbling moment on the Water Into Wine podcast. The fact that I also was like, do you have something to tell me? And she was like, absolutely not. I mean, it makes sense. She wasn't going to say anything because she she's with him. Yeah. I just embarrass her so much. I hope she forgives me. Um, oh, no. She'll be fine. She'll be she'll fine. She'll be fine. Ketley knows her, too, from TGAP. Okay. Anyways, Ketley, you want to tell everyone what we're going to talk about today? Oh, we're going to talk about Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Not yes. the movie. Not the, the people movie. in our life regularly. The movie is iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, we all loved it and seen it. But we're going to talk about Mean Girls, how we've been the Mean Girls, maybe, or how we've kind of just been, like, the victims of some Mean Girls. Yeah. So, and I think it's just so funny, too, because um, I feel like I get this, not, like, weird, like, bad rep, but, like, I love talking to people, and I can literally, like, make friends with a wall. Um, but also, like, I just feel like I say exactly what I'm thinking, and I don't even realize it, and sometimes I have a very flat tone when I say it, and my mm-hmm. students get on to me about it all the time. They're like, Miss really? Court, you're so, like, we don't, we can't tell when you're sarcastic. And I'm like, oh. Wait, that's funny, because the nerve also to tell your teacher. Like, oh, they, they will tell me anything. Like, there'll be days when, like, my boys will come in, they're like, oh my gosh, like, no makeup today. And I'm like, wow, got it. Got it. Thank you. Thanks for reminding me. Thanks for reminding me. Thank you. Um, But I just think like a lot of times I kind of say things and not even recognize that I'm like, wait, that was so mean. And I didn't even realize it. And I'm so sorry. And there's been times where people have said things to me and I'm like, I am a sad girl. I'm going to cry because I just feel like I just got cyber bullied or whatever. Um, Uh, The good old cyber bullying. I know that. Oh, Grace knows that well. My favorite was one time there was this girl from a college who like, Made a post just like mine to make fun. Not make she's her intention wasn't to make fun of my post. I think she literally thought I would never see it. And she, I remember that one. And yeah. I was like, and it was funny because I was like, sweet girl. She, I know she didn't mean anything. I found that she was the chaplain of her sorority, which was like so sweet. Because but I'm like, literally, that's the kind of girls who were mean to me in college. But she, we had a great conversation. I straight up told her I was like, honestly, I was like really offended. Like I like not like kind of hurt by this because I spent a lot of time doing these. And like I know you did it in a joking way. And she was like, oh my gosh, like I am so glad you told me. I just respected her because she wasn't scared of confrontation. I think when you're an honest person and you're a silly person like us, like when you have a tone, which I think we both kind of give those vibes. I cannot be offended if someone comes to me and says like that hurt my feelings. I have to be really receptive of it because I know that my tone can easily be like, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, misinterpreted 100% because I get that all the time. Also, you have to give people like us a chance to speak into it. Like I had to give that girl a chance to speak into it and like show like, hey, I didn't mean it this way. And that made left everyone better, you know? Oh, yeah, 100%. Made my feelings better and everything. And so I'll say there's people who are mean girls. There's people who are misunderstood, though, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think give everyone a chance to speak up for themselves. You're not crazy for being like, hey, I was hurt by this. Even if right. it's someone you've never met, if it's that, like, give them a chance to speak into it. But also, I think mean girls at the end of the day, in your 20s and in college, they're just exclusive. Like, they don't care, you know? That's the difference between being a mean girl and kind of just being someone... Like an honest girl. Or yeah, like bold. exactly. Mean girls are not just honest girls. Mean girls are exclusive girls, gossiping girls. Girls who put other people down to feel higher. Right. And I think, like, what happens is there is this moment where, like, you know, I was younger, and I think I said this, um, like, forever ago, but, like, I was a kindergarten bully, and then, like, my best friend, Akia, like, she always tells people that, like, I bullied her in fifth grade, and, like, you know, 15 years later, we're still besties. And, like, we've been the villains. We've been, you know, we've been involved in someone's villain origin story, and we've been kind of that person to say the wrong thing. And, like, quite literally, like, if you're out there, the girl that I told to stay in the corner, like in kindergarten and not play with Kelly. I am so sorry. I was sponsor quite this podcast to her today. Oh, a hundred percent. I was six and I was mean. Um, but even like, you know, since I was young, my mom has always told me it's like you need to like just be aware of it. Um, but I think like a lot of times 
there we kind of forget what we're saying and how we're saying it and there's a moment you know young just saying it to say it where you forget that you're saying it to just someone who might be having a bad day mm. then you know you're gonna have that conversation again to kind of speak into it and then you're gonna realize like that was just not okay hopefully you learn from that experience there's always gonna be that threshold around like 16 17 18 where you decide i'm gonna be the honest girl and i'm gonna know that like i have been given this voice and i've been given this i'm i'm just this person mm. now but i don't want to use it for like evil um yeah. and well, then you I can love, definitely choose in in my next book which like we've announced i've announced and kelly was sweet to reshare it on the water into wine podcast instagram of it's on woman in the bible and it's coming out in july so you should totally pre-order it also pre-ordering helps me a lot as an author like literally please help me pay bills um and also it helps get the hands of this book in the hands of more women and so i wrote this book because i felt like especially women care what people think and are always taught to be quiet and these people pleasers and so the book is called what will they think and it's about not mm -hmm. caring what people think of you and nine women in the bible who help that and what i love is one of the women i talk about is deborah and deborah oh, is this really cool thing of i'll never forget this male who was like dude i'm too scared to go to this war like etc like i'll go if you go and she was like okay but you know what a woman is going to be the reason that the enemy dies right. not because of you how what an honest prophetic moment and like straight up a kick in this d-i-c-k you know like <laughs> but it was true and so i think that's something that someone could hear and be like a woman talking like that to a man who was a general who had done so much to her but that was true like at the end of the day it's gonna come from a woman like you're being a little bit of a coward but like you know i appreciate that you're trusting me but like now it's not gonna be you you know now it's not gonna must be have you. hurt but at the same time honest is always pointing to the spirit and what god wants however because we are broken people and we're not perfect it can easily be translated different so you have to be prepared for people to think that it could be but you have to be willing to also process it with people be so mm -hmm. honest that you can explain your heart confidently oh 100 that's so good and i remember i had this one mentor back in like high school um amazing woman uh, she would always say because i mean at that point like high school we're gossipy we're gonna that is your mean girl face if i'm being honest um, but she would always say, like, you know, it's hard to be, like, don't gossip. Okay, well, what do we t talk about? And she would always reference Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever's right, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And that really just helped all of us hone in on, like, okay, what am I saying? Is it helpful? Is it true? Is it honest? Is it kind? Is it going to uplift someone? Is it going to hurt someone? And even with my students, like, they are so, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know what it is with, like, this generation. But, like, they are so quick to call people out and, like, love the attention they get from it. Mm. And I'm always just like, guys, like, what is the purpose of that? They're like, well, I'm just helping them out. Like, I'm just being honest. I'm just like, being you honest. You smell. You're like, it's like well, that's, that's offensive. Don't do that in front of a public no, group. No, literally. And I'm always like, okay, guys, if they can't change it in under five minutes, don't mention it. Mm -hmm. Like, quite literally, don't mention it. Also, know your place. Like, if you're just some kid next to them in class, like, you probably don't have the right to speak into their life or their hygiene oh or anything. Oh, my gosh. You know? No, literally. But, like, if you're their best friend, you might be able to call them up and not out. That's mm -hmm. always what I say. And I'm a firm believer when it comes to what gossip is. Like, if you wouldn't say it to their face, and I'm a really honest person, if you wouldn't say it to their face or admit that you told this person about it, like, if you wouldn't say, oh, yeah, I shared that with my friend Nora that you did this, like then it's probably something it's that probably, is not lovely, yeah. right, and just, you know? Exactly. Okay, Grace, I'm going to ask you, what was a time that you were the villain and you were the victim? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, I will say, I, I mean, in high school, I was I, when I visited my high school recently, which I wonder if any of those little kids, it was cool, I got to go to my ninth grade English classes, and I don't know, me and my teacher were joking, because these are the people who watched me transform from, like, the weird, awkward girl to, like, by junior or senior year, I was, like, spitting, like, I had no time for people's bull crap anymore. Like, right. I mean, but honestly. I was also very confident, but also very insecure. Like, I mean, I had an eating disorder. I was still figuring life out. 
And so I'll never forget, there was a girl running against me for class president. And this was one of those things that was honest but not needed. And she was, like, tweeting about me not being nice, okay? So I literally pulled up my car. We parked next to each other. Saw her a day after she was, like, tweeting about me. Like, that was, like, the big thing, subtweeting. And it was, like, if the shoe fits, it's about you. I'm, like, well, the shoe definitely fits me. Like, this is 100% about me. And so I literally went up to her in the parking lot. And I was, like, dude, do you feel better? Like, you only look worse when you do this. Like, it only looks pathetic of you. I said that to her face. And she was, like. I'll delete it right now. And I was like, I look back and I'm like, and I won the class president. That was just mean. Like, it's granted she was mean to me, but like, I didn't have to retaliate to her level. And I would 100% did. I could have just ignored it. And I think of like the Bible verse, like, if someone slaps you on your cheek, show them your other. Like, Mm -hmm. that's one of those moments. Like, yeah, I should have turned the other cheek in that moment. I didn't have to go approach her, like, post up in the parking lot. Post up. But I mean, in post grad world, I mean, I feel like I can be easily so honest i think when i get hurt by someone especially if they're christian people i'm harder on christian people who are mean to me or not even mean exclusive like there's some people i feel like in the orlando area who are exclusive who act better than everyone else and so i don't have time for that you know i but i can't assume that they're being exclusive i don't try to hang out with them either so it's like i almost like assume that they're talking about me and hate me that don't even give them a chance to speak up and so i think that actually is me Mm. thinking i'm the victim but Mm. i'm not the victim i'm almost like worse too because you don't even think you're doing it and then it's like you're both and i'm like wearing this victim badge like oh my god they're so mean i'm like i haven't even given them a chance to rise up to be a nice girl anyways but when I was a victim, I mean, there were so many friendships in high school that were toxic. Even in college, I I told you about when I got a note written on my door in my dorm, right? In your wait, so oh no. my god, so in my, I was on Snapchat for my friend's birthday story. We were singing a pie five, my sorority, our song like it was like pie five misses, pie five kisses, sweetest of them all. Some prefer those other clubs, but we're the ones who date the studs. And I said Kappa six, okay. And then Baylor Kappa thought I said Kappa six. <laughs> it was like Kappa six, Kappa six. And I was like, we were like. So then I go back to my dorm. Me and my friend Britta show up. There's a letter on my door. Like, like it was like Martin, Martin Luther King, like, ju- like not Junior, Martin Luther King. Like, the theses, like, left on oh, the door. Oh, Martin Luther. The, yes, uh, the Martin seven, Luther. Whatever. Yeah, not King. Whatever. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. There was a note on my door that said, you hypocrite, you B-word. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I was, like, so scared. I was like, this is just a misunderstanding. Like, I was not – I probably had talked about them. And then that moment I had And then there was a note on my door for everyone to see. Aww. I brought it to, the, like, the capital of next to me crying. They were, like, really nice about it. But they took the note probably because they knew. They, they knew. knew. They knew who did it. They knew exactly who did it. And so at that point, uh. they were, I had some enemy, And it was so frustrating because it was like they were talking about me and I had no control over like the narrative that they believed you know and yeah. so i mean that was hard what about you when were you a victim when were you a villain um okay so my oh my gosh we well, i talk about in kindergarten but in college i remember my friends were wanting to set me up with this one guy and they were like Hetley, he acts exactly like you he's You're like, is that good and when people do no, that no I'm that like, is literally why i don't like guys who act like me because oh. in my mind i'm like well i'm the funniest i'm the loudest like i don't want competition if i'm dating like you know, all that stuff like that's literally my thought process i mean competition after. like competition you gotta be my, that's my wing eight you gotta help out. me with my weaknesses <laughs> right and like you have to be on the audience like cheering me on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, i don't even want a teammate can't he's like, he's like i'm there cheerleader Yay! yeah <laughs> um but they at that point i was like okay like you know let me give this guy a shot like whatever like i met him not even realizing the worst is when you like have to convince yourself to give someone a shot oh no only I for them to like convince myself only for them to like ditch you You're well like, that was the thing when i met him i didn't even know it was him that's how, that's how well it went 
So it was like literally months of us talking and like he would make comments of like, oh my gosh, like let's go do this together. Like we would hang out um, every weekend and like everyone would always come and hang out with us and he'd be like, no, Kelly, like this is our time, this is our time. I'm like, okay, like he likes me, like what the heck? He ended up moving, but that didn't really change much and like we still talked and everything and I think once he left, that's when I was like, oh, I really like him. And it's always when they leave where you're like, Hmm. Now I can't see him every day. Like this. Well, I'm a firm believer. You might think that that's you like them, but you maybe just like the idea of him and like you like. Oh, his it wasn't the idea of him. This was young girl Kelly Ward. Was it like, doesn't mean that fun. you're. He gave me attention. Com- doesn't mean they compliment you. You know. No, and that was again something I didn't realize. So um, time goes on, and I realized like I got just super busy with life, and like I was just always doing things, and I remembered I was like, we haven't talked in like a week. Like what the heck. And um, there was this one girl. I remember it was so funny. I remember him. Like, I think he mentioned her maybe twice, maybe twice. And again, he was like me. So he had a lot of friends and he had a lot of friends who were girls. So I didn't think much about this random girl. So I ran into her and she looked so pretty that day. And I was like, oh my gosh, she looks so good today. Like, how, how do you not have a boyfriend already? And then she got so red. And in my mind, I'm like, no, you're kidding. And oh no, was, I, in my mind, I, was, I already knew. I already knew. And I'm like, and then she gets looks also, at me. And that's also, it's ironic when you say the worst possible thing to say, but you didn't know. And she probably thinks you knew, but you're like. I quite I, literally I, did not know. I had no clue. Literally, that was all an accident. All like, an accident. I did not plan to run into you. Me with Kappa I did six, not plan- Kappa Suits. Kappa suits. Like, <laughs> but like, okay, so, so she's getting red and she's like, oh, I do have a boyfriend. And as you said that, I'm like, I already know who it is. And I'm like. In my mind, I was like, make her say it. Like, it was like the little, like, angel and the devil. And the devil was like, make her say it. And I was like, who? And I obviously knew. And then she's getting more red I almost think that's better that you even said who. Because at that point, if you really didn't know who, which you did. Oh, 100% I did. But if you didn't, that's more common what you would normally say you know? oh my gosh yeah and it was just so it was so bad because i mean she was getting super embarrassed and she just goes well it's like one of your friends and i'm like i have lots of friends who is it and again my tone was not there and she got super nervous and she finally said his name and then i just like look at her and i remember i really tried at this part and i was just like i'm so happy for you like just that tone like an automated message oh it was so bad and then went thank back you to my for choosing this and fight. i was just like i was with my roommate at the time and i was like he's dating this one girl and she's like freaking out and i'm like i'm gonna get these pizza boxes because i was super cute with all the pizza boxes we mm-hmm. saved and stuff went down to the fire pit started like a fire started burning it it was like dark at this point and of course it looked so bad I'm literally ripping the pizza boxes. I was a crazy girl. Like I ripped the pizza boxes, putting in the fire. She walks by, and I make direct eye contact with her as I'm ripping it and putting in the fire. And I'm like, "This looks so bad." She's like, "What in the cult is she doing? What enemy did I just (laughs) make?" It's almost like a like a rain dance. Like he goes in the fire. No, oh my gosh, literally like sacrificing something at that point. But 100% the villain in that story. And I wish I well, I think it's so easy. Especially girls can all be guilty of doing that. You're like what insecurity comes out which the reason you i think you've also told me the story and correct me if i'm wrong wasn't this also like and i'm not trying to make something deeper than we're trying to make it but wasn't the guy black everyone was like telling you you'd be great with this black guy oh and then 100%. she was white and so was also white. your insecurity came out in that moment which helps everyone explains it like of okay of course like and you've said this to me before and if you feel uncomfortable talking about this like oh i love talking about it like of course it's a white girl like that was what was going through your head well it was funny too because in my mind when everyone's saying you guys are you guys are so much alike and i'm like is that because we're black but like once we met i was like oh we you are see, we do you see that i like, actually comparison. Did see so then when he started talking to her like i was just one annoyed 
annoyed because I'm like, we were literally talking for like months. Like, where did this girl even come from? And then two, like it was that insecurity and a lot of people in the black community have this like in or black women in the community have this insecurity that like, OK, going after a black man or being pursued by a black woman, it's almost like this this distrust. And it's like, oh, gosh, mm. like if they do, you know, they usually are attracted to white women. And, like, that's, like, this weird tension between these two communities that, again, most people don't even know about. But it's just this unsaid thing. And at that point, it wasn't like, I do not like her because she's a white girl, like, blah, blah, no, blah. No, It was just more of, like, no, like. But your insecurity came out. And, not, and your insecurity came out in a lot of ways. That was maybe only one little drop it of it. But, like, also, whenever a guy who's, like, talking to me then dates, like, a girl with a double zero, and I think of, like, my booty and, like, my, like, thighs, I'm like, of course he went with a double zero. Of course he went with, like, the skinnier girl. Like, that's, like. And I'm not mm. saying that's equal to that feeling, but, but it's the insecurity that, that like, hurts the most. And it almost like it brings out. It's like you don't even miss the guy in that moment. You kind of realize y'all aren't meant to be, but you're just remembered of what you are not. Like, oh, 100 percent. And that's exactly how I felt, because afterwards and it, it brings was out like a villainaire. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I wish I wish I want to say earlier. I wish that I, I could say that that's kind of where my villainaire stopped with her. <laughs> um, but like a couple more interactions happened. And then please trust me, guys, like we did end up sitting down and like quite literally hashing everything out and like really talked a lot about it are and they she, still dating oh they're married oh my god well that's sweet <laughs> it's sweet i'm like i'm glad like someone loves him like whatever yeah, but um it was it was just so funny because like it was one of those interactions with i mean coming face to face with like who you think that you like i like this person and then coming face to face with your insecurities so like this mm. like this like power couple in my mind were just out to get me and like my own personal stuff and, and they weren't anything. even thinking about they weren't you even thinking about but it. no but i understand it's like the common like when a girl a guy dates someone new you show your friends her do you think she's prettier than me and everyone's oh, like 100%. no you're prettier than her and i'm like that i hate that crap and i've been guilty of that but that is such a woman tearing down woman we have enough people out there trying to put women against each other like we have to remind ourselves even with the girl who takes the guy you like even with the girl who is the cheaty with your boyfriend which right. is personal experience even with any of those people they like are your teammates and they we have enough people out to get us like men are men are the issue no men aren't even the issue either but at the same time you don't need to tear someone else down say ask your friends if you're prettier than her compare yourself to her because comparison may bring you comfort and for one second but comparison won't give you peace you know oh, comparison may make you feel better if your ex moves on and everyone says oh you're prettier but comparison won't give you peace when you're upset wondering who you're gonna marry and what you're gonna do and if you're ugly and all that stuff so if you want peace go to jesus if you want to feel good for five seconds go to comparison <laughs> go to comparison and i think that was like the biggest thing at the end of it was i one realized i didn't like him like it was just i liked him at two point realized you know home Boy, not brought out your me. own insecurities right and then at the end of it like you know meeting her and like getting to know who she was i'm like that makes so much more sense mm. and it was like that piece that i was like they make so much more sense than him and i would have okay ever. it's kind of like with like bad guys people who've hurt me i'm like they're gonna figure it out one day with me right. and girls it may not even be that they're mean. Y'all just may be like oil and water and not meant to be around each other. You oh, know, 100%. it's like you, they may not be your cup of tea, but that doesn't. And you may not want to order tea for dinner, you know. <laughs> but like at the end of the day, they're just not meant to be in your life. It doesn't mean that they're this villain, you know. But there have been people who have betrayed me, who have really hurt me. And those pains hurt worse. But like Taylor Swift says, my biggest enemies have usually started off as friends first. Mm. And that's the scary part to me. It's like scary. that the idea that the people sometimes who that hurts more than the girl who's just you don't get along with you like, expect it from them, like yeah. the girl from kappa who wrote that thing on my door we think keyed my cars but we're she literally keyed some of the cars in our back lot we're not sure who it was whatever <laughs> we have our ideas her um anyways one of the best part is my car wasn't keyed because i didn't have pi-fi letters on it hello anyways <laughs> <laughs> um 
but so we think of those people and i'm like at the end of the day we were just like oil and water we were not meant to be we we're just two people whose personalities clash but the people who have hurt me more are the people that betrayed me they were my friends they talked about me they hurt me those are the true mean girls but with them they will be a nice person to someone else and you have to also give the space like accept that they're not an awful person they're just an awful person to you and as silly as it is pray for your enemies and pray oh, for them 100%. to figure that out but give yourself the boundaries that you don't have to be around that anymore and I think it's just crazy that, like, um, I don't know if, about you, but I see this a lot in the Christian girl narrative of, like, we have to be friends with everyone. Everyone has to like us. We have to uh, get coffee dates with everyone. I feel that person. pressure, but it's not true. It's not true. And it's so, like, irresponsible, honestly, to ha- like, put that weight on yourself. And, like, I just always say, like, there are people that I'm going to mesh with. There are people that I will not. And there are people who I'm going to be, you know, loving and be friends with them for, like, you know, maybe a season, maybe a month, maybe a year. And then there are people who I quite literally will probably never see again. And it's under understanding that's just a fact of life and that's just um being responsible with the people who are in front of you right now we are not responsible for the masses we are not responsible for every single person that that um passes crosses our paths hello um we are responsible for those who are immediately in front of us and that goes back to i think we said this before but like knowing your three knowing your 12 and then knowing the masses like how jesus had the three favorite he had the one john had the three had the 12 disciples and then had the masses and there were moments where he had those one-on-one moments. He was intentional with those one. And then he was intentional with the three, 12, and then still had time for the masses. Differentiating that is mm. always going to protect you from those bad interactions with the mean girls, with yes. those who are you oil and water with. And, and it's not fine. mean to tell people that you just have so much going on in your life and you can't hang out with them. But also, I'm a firm believer that I would rather get to the end and be an inclusive girl. Like, inclusive doesn't mean you have to be their best friend, but when there's, like, a big event, you invite them. You know, if you're oh, wondering if you should invite someone to brunch, that girl is kind of on the outside, invite her. You know? Yeah. Like, you'll never regret being kind. And so yeah. that's also... That's when I spoke at my high school. They're like, what's the biggest, advi- like, advice? And I was like, you know what? Like, when I look back on high school, like... I was maybe quirky and I was maybe weird, but besides that girl, I almost beat up in the parking lot. Uh, (laughs) Besides that. Everyone cannot deny that I was kind. Like, that was just a universal. And I love that. College, maybe a different story. Going through some crap then. You know, I was not always kind, and I regret that. Like, Mm. you know, but I don't regret ever being the quirky or the weird one because I was kind in high school. You know? Oh, yeah. College, when I was trying to make myself cool, I neglected being kind a lot. And so I just a firm believer that, yes, have your people, have your three, your 12, whatever. Give yourself the space to say no. You don't have to go out to lunch with everyone. But you can always invite someone to a big thing, a church event, and just tell them, hey, you can sit near me, you know? Not even by me. Sit near me. You can come next to one of my other friends, you know? Oh, yeah. And I think um, we just have to go through our own different experiences with the mean girl to realize that. But my victim story is so funny i was actually thinking about it just now and i'm like i have not thought about this in forever um it's actually a story i tell a lot when i do speak in chapels and stuff and i was a, a discipleship director at camp crestridge i always um talk so highly i love that place and i love love loved my job and i think it was the best job in the world um because every morning you know led chapels and like spoke in front of the girls and one year we did um because I was the upper, one year I spoke to the youngest, which, how old are they? Like, six? Yeah, they can be up to six. Like, six. They're babies. They are young ones. And then, you know, you have your high schoolers. And the six-year-old, the younger ones, they sit real close. They are up front and center. And I remember one time, you know, I'm walking, and I'm just walking around camp, and one of the younger ones, they're, like, staring at me. There's two of them, actually. They're staring at me as I'm walking past them, and they're just like, okay, like, hi, how are you guys? Like, trying to, like, you know, not make it awkward. And I hear one of them just whisper to the other, she's a lot prettier on stage. 
<laughs> the six-year-olds, this, I'll the never forget. Six-year-olds, at yes. Camp, they literally, I put on makeup for like uh, CP night, which is the one night that people wear makeup. And I'll never forget, there's a six-year-old who now I know in Orlando. She's so cute. And I remind her, she goes, oh my gosh, U.S. makeup looks so different. I was like, okay, I know. That's the point. One, <laughs> That's the two. point. Thank you. Well, it was so funny, too, because I remember I stood there, and I was like, like I just she... got bullied by a six-year-old. Did I just get bullied by a six-year-old? And it was just so funny, because, like, I remember, like, looking back, seeing if they, like, oh, did she hear me? Like, blah, blah, blah. They just start, like, laughing onto another subject, not even thinking twice. And I'm like, got it, cool, okay, sweet. You know, I am humbled right now, because, you know, the younger they are, the more honest and truthful they get, you know? So I think it's just so funny, too, because, like, now, like, we, I mean, I think about that all the time. But homegirl, she is, I am maybe 10 at this point. I don't know. Um, and she's just out there living her life, not even thinking about it. But this really just goes back to the idea of, like, you're not really ever understanding when you're the villain and when you're the victim. Like, when you when it hits you, it's like, ouch, that hurt. And, like, I want to react. And, yeah. of course, they're six-year-olds. I'm, I'm not going to, react. like, deck you them go to timeout. You, you, you go to timeout. You go to timeout. No skills for you today, camp. Oh, yeah. I just, I mean, I stood there and I was like, got it, cool. Went back to, like, the office and I was like, hey, funny story, guys. I'm, like, kind of crying, but, like, funny story. And I think yeah. that's, like, the best comeback is when you can just laugh about it. Um, okay, so I asked people, too, what mean girls are like in college and in, like, post-grad. And a lot of people said passive-aggressive, which is my biggest pet peeve. Ooh, but I have so some – I have one friend who's an Ingram 9, which we don't know. They're, they're the more passive-aggressive people. Mm-hmm. And we work so well together because I can read her body language like clock. It's, my, fr- it's my friend Haley, who now helps my, my management. She's not – I would – I'm sorry, Haley. You're not passive-aggressive because you're also the least aggressive person I know. Like, but when she was upset when we worked together at camp, she would just – you could read it like a clock. But it took me – kind of reading the body language so i will say some people who are passive aggressive or just aren't good at explaining their conflict can make great at other careers like she's great at negotiating for me she's great at that and she's one of one of my closest friends now um but it is funny that like that's how some people's personality is but in college when they're passive aggressive like i like like the mean goes i like your bracelet and then they turn around and talk about you that's a whole different ball game oh 100%. um some people said clicky like it reminds me of high school the, the girls who like will live with people and have like a group text without them on purpose like talk about them um, oh, like they'll take out someone who lives in the house or they'll have a separate group text oh, like that's, that's just so like dude like you're living with them you have to see them daily just be their friend like is it that hard to like invite someone um and then i'm trying to think everyone says like they talk about you behind your back nice to your face that's the thing is like it's so important i feel like to be honest but not whatever. And also boys bring out the worst in girls sometimes. And I totally agree, especially in college. Like even you said when you're mean error, like I look at my mean error, it's like a lot of insecurities, but I think it's insecurity that brings out the worst. Like insecurity leads to sin. Boys are just sadly a distraction that the enemy uses to like make us one have hormones two, which hormones aren't bad. But like when you're hormonal and insecure, things can go bad. And just like, they can create division between girls. I remember I had this awful habit in high school. Like, I, if I had a crush on a guy and they had a crush on another girl, I'd become best friends with that girl. And in my mind... Sneak, diabolical. Oh, it was so sneaky. In my mind, I'm like, the more... Like, if they're looking at him, they're also looking at me. So their feelings for them will, like, somehow transfer onto me. And I don't know where in my mind that that made sense, but I was like, he, 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 sneaky, sneaky. Like, I got this. But, like, it's so true. And I always say, like, the one thing that, you know, brings uh, girls together, like, in conversations are boys. And then at the same time, it will be the quickest thing to divide us is, like, how how much of a switch up girls make when there's a cute guy around, when there's a new boyfriend in the friend group. Like, it is a complete and different um, ball game. And I think a lot of times we can see people's truest colors in that. And it can either end friendships, which also just sucks. I always hate hearing how, like, a friendship can end because of a boy. 
Um, no. But I think, like, the best friendships are when you can But can you imagine if boys, we should that. not give boys this much power. So much power. So much power. Like, I give him a rest. He yeah. is a mediocre, like, 5'10 boy that you met in an accounting class. Like, you should not give him the power to change your friendships. And if people do that, then they're not friendships worth celebrating, you know? If and it's so, that quick to go, I mean, was it really meant to last? Like, okay, it's just I know. Hard. Let's do some pop culture, too. You know that Taylor Swift might be dropping two albums, right? Maybe by the time we listen to this, she'll have two Probably, albums out. Probably, yeah. Yeah, that was like, I asked people what their pop culture thing, and I laughed this one girl, Maddie, I, she, I said you'll remain anonymous, but this is too funny, so Maddie, Maddie LeBluff, she, LeBluff, she said, Taylor Swift is the only thought crossing my brain at any moment of any day. Here's what I'm a big believer. Mean girls suck, but we have some conversations, even though Ketley's not a big Taylor Swift fan, that will always bring us together. One, carbs. If you ever talk about, like, oh my god, I love pasta, like, I love bread, I love pizza, like, that'll bring girls together, easy to talk people taylor swift is like another that is honestly universally expecting like boys may tear us together but there's so many powerful things that can bring us together literally that are way less in comparison taylor swift is another i'm trying to think what other ones do you think that bring girls together um honestly okay this this one i get kind of nervous about but i always see it happen when we talk about like body issues or like trauma bonding and stuff like that where it's Mm. like oh my gosh like you know i'm not getting i'm not excited for what like bikini season or whatever and I see that everyone's like yes and everything part of me is like I love the support that happens but also I'm like I it, it can be such a it's quick like the, you know in Mean Girls maybe we're like I hate my lips I hate my eyes yeah, and I hate my, it can be it. like that I'm a big believer that body image can also be contagious like when mm. you are so insecure about your body image and like then what you start thinking is usually no one else sees your body flaws like you do when a girl who's smaller than me says I feel fat I'm like well what the heck do you think of me you know like mm. then you would never I literally it, wear two pants sizes contagious. bigger than you but then I think the same thing when I do that, probably with a friend who's bigger, and I'm not even, you know what I mean? That's normal. And so, uh, but I will say when you're more honest, saying, hey, I'm struggling, but like, oh, gosh, I know I can never be enough. Like, I need this reminder. That can bring you closer oh, to Oh, 100%. Someone, more than likely, way. like, a girl has been through something like that, whether it's been a disorder, whether it's been something mental. It's like, oh, my gosh, I've been there. Let's talk about it. And, like, that'll bring people to, bring girls together like nothing. There was a TikToker who read my first book, didn't ask her to. I've posted about it before. She's actually so sweet. Her name's Olivia. And I remember her telling me, and we bonded. She goes, I bring this book about insecurity, physical insecurity a lot, to all my modeling gigs. She's this big sports illustrator, all these things. And I remember at first being like, holy crap, like, she gets insecure. But it brought us, like, closer. I was like, wow. Like, she read my lot. Like, we, she has what the quote-unquote essential body that everyone would want. And I think a lot of girls get insecure about. But we can still bond over that. Like, and, oh, like, a, and like a, the idea that God can be more and that it's a hard society out there. Like, you'll never feel enough, but Christ is enough. And so I feel like that's how we developed a more friendship. And obviously, I don't talk to her regularly. I'm not considering her best friend and name dropping. Be like, might be at that, My best you know? But I really respected that about her, and it really brought attention to me how just being honest about your insecurity, but not being like, I hate it. Don't wallow in it, you know? But being honest and trying to have people call you up and not, be like oh my god you're pretty don't be looking for affirmation be looking for someone to point you to the holiness oh 100 and i think like another thing that brings girls together is i mean as funny as it sounds it was so weird because i remember i mentioned something super like i don't know small it was about the met gala it was something with like the kardashians or whatever and like all the girls uh, in my classroom didn't matter like where they came from which friend group they were in it was just like oh my gosh and like it's so funny because sometimes i forget like yeah like we're 
not that different in pop culture, like whatever, mm. but it was just so cute to see like all these random girls from different like friend groups. And they're like, did you see like, you know, Timothy Chalamet or not Timothy Chalamet, Sean Mendes? Yeah, Sean Mendes, like what he was wearing. And then like, did you see so and so and like Blake Lively? Yeah. Like that was like, she it's was funny because we town. were joking. One of my roommates, sadly, Miley, she's leaving for the summer, but I'm getting my awesome new roommate friend, Mary, who I've known since childhood, is coming to live with us for the summer. It's a sublease. But I remember her talking to me and we would laugh because she's like, she doesn't have social media. We created an Instagram for her. Which I is love it. <laughs> so funny. We'll be like, let's post this on her Instagram. And she's like, it's like her fan account. We joke. Yeah. It's like, got like 50 followers. Anyways, but she is like, I we were laughing the other day. Like me and Miley have things that help bond us. Special that she loves celebrity gossip as much as me. Like we get into That's that. That's so interesting. Um, we're like, who is Olivia Rodrigo dating? Like yeah. we saw her talking to Sabrina Carpenter at the Met Gala. Like, oh my gosh. Oh my, are they okay? Was yeah. it a fight? Was it? And then me and Ramsey bond over. We were sorority girls in college. Like we kind of have like similar girliness, like shopping, styles. So that's what we bond over. And then Ramsey and Miley are like, love to plan like bucket lists and where they're going. Oh, that's Okay, so I'm true. not much of a planner when it comes to that. I'm like, I just want to eat Chick-fil-A or sushi. Like, you know, no, and so it's cool that each friendship find what and even with the mean girl, find the one thing the that one connects thing. There's you. always going to be one. And it may feel superficial. And I know some people are like, I think, Ketley, you're always like, oh, I feel like these conversations are superficial, not about us. But when you talk about friend conversations with other people, we've had that. And I have some friends like that, that it's superficial, not deep. But sometimes the superficial is a bridge yeah. to like a deeper conversation. Oh, yeah. And like, I'll have friends that like I do know very well, like kind of watch me interact with someone I don't know. I'm just now meeting. They're like, you were so fake. And I'm like, I'm not being fake. Like, it's quite literally like, I'm not going to open up my heart to this person. Like, I'm quite literally just creating Try that bridge. Creating that bridge. And it's going to look like, you know, I always say, like, always compliment, like, one thing about the person and then, like, ask just them make something. sure it's genuine, though, because my oh, biggest pet peeve is when someone's about to tell you, like, there's a girl I used to work with and she would be like, compliment sandwich. Like, um, one, so <laughs> you... Uh, did a good job speaking today, but two, like, your dress feels kind of short, so, like, you look like a whore. Like, you know, she wouldn't say that, but, the like, three, your shoes would be cute. like, but, yeah, three, like, see what she has, something sweet, something hard, something sweet, and I'm like, and I told her once, I was like, you don't, if you have something to say, like, girl, Quite like, we are at this Rip point, the band-aid, just say it, we don't, we don't need, got time. we don't need a bridge anymore, you know me, like, yeah. I, and then it makes me never trust a compliment that you say, because if you're always, if every time you do a compliment comes with something else, then I'm just never gonna expect a compliment to mean something, because I'm like, well, this is just an introduction to like the, <laughs> introduction to the big to plot, my insecurities. you know? Yeah, and so completely. And I think like it's so funny too because in those moments I'll like talk to someone and I'm like, yeah, like you know, I love this about you or whatever. And then my biggest things in those interactions, in those conversations where it might be with someone I'm not super like a big fan of, but I will always get them to talk about something that they're interested in or something that they're like super confident or passionate about. Because like getting someone to talk about themselves, one is just super easy, but two, like they feel like, oh my gosh, they're giving me the floor, giving me the mic, like I want to just like take you know take it all and like really share my passions and like once you create that bridge like because you you know have a superficial bridge but then you have you know those um foundational marks of like oh this person like they're very passionate about like you know they're doing hair or like they're really talented in that like now i have something to always go to them for and it can easily be become a friendship whether it be a friendship for a month or maybe like you know, 15 years with my best friend. Like, it's just one of those things you never know what it, what it can what can happen. And it's not fake. It's not something, I mean, unless your intentions are fake, then that's a whole different conversation for a different day. But um, it's just quite simply you, you know, throwing yourself out there, saying that, like, I'm making the effort. And I think that's a big difference between, like, a mean girl and someone who is honest is What advice do you have for girls going home from college or going back to their hometown 
they're at that grocery store they're scared to see the mean girl they're scared to see their ex-boyfriend like what is your advice also for girls just going back to their hometown in general i think um one thing or not you know what or getting jealous of people's summer plans i'd say both like advice for going back to your hometown and when you're Uh, like jealous of people's summer plans it brings out your villain air indulge in your hometown i think that was something i took for i mean obviously that's like, good like, i agree with that my sushi sketchy restaurant i worked at every time i go back i eat it like three times i'm like indulge why in it I, love why it. did i not appreciate this exactly place, this you loved it for a reason like it was it's gonna cheap come back great. i know so i used to work there it was so funny when i went back this is a funny story real quick i went back for the first time i was with my friends and this table came into the back table it's a really small restaurant and they asked the waitress like is that the girl who used to work here for a couple years and i'm like literally eight years baby eight years ago ago and i'm back left my legacy was spilling some soy sauce on people okay keep going no i love it and i think that's so funny too because people do remember you you're gonna have those memories and it's gonna continue on people saw you you grow up and so you saw some people sweet and i'll say when you run into the mean girl you saw her at her most insecure moment at 16 years old she may not be mean anymore it's easy to hold a grudge but instead of holding a grudge hold out love that was hold so cheesy but like give her a second chance and i think it's don't super trust her cool but, too because yeah. <laughs> honestly but i think it's super cool too because you never know what friendships can like rekindle or restart or was like wow like i really thought you hated me in elementary school and they could be like i thought you hated me and like look where you're at now like i think sometimes okay and i'm speaking from someone who grew up in orlando so like it's really easy to indulge here but like it's so sweet to go back to your hometown and like kind of like take those back roads and like go to those mom and pop shops that you didn't really like um, indulge in or like, oh wow, like I had my first date here. That was so fun. Or like, I know this like spot where you can see the stars. Like it's so cute. Like romanticize the heck out of your summer. Like if it's not a big deal to someone else, like make it a big deal. Like people are going to believe you. you. That's the one thing you can always fake is confidence and that no one will ever like disbelieve you. But um really just love it really just indulge really just have fun and like people are gonna be like wait like this was so cute like and bring your friends to home too i think it's super cool yeah have college friends being if you have college yeah. friends say hey visit me Come don't get embarrassed if go, you don't do things and also be okay with not having a bazillion friends in your hometown anymore i think i would get home and i only had like two and they're not even like friends with each other but it's like now so beautiful that i have two friendships that have seen me that long you know yeah instead of being like oh i don't have enough it's not about quantity it's about quality and that's okay if you're in a season where your hometown isn't where your friendships are then embrace your family and i know going home to your family can be hard and tense but like there's something good that can come from it too oh 100 so what about you what would you say to the girl going home this summer gosh i would say like i ran away from my hometown and now when i go back i'm like the most sentimental country song listening mm. like more than my hometown you like girl half of my hometown by back to my like the hannah montana movie as if like um, <laughs> uh, my senior quote actually was anything can happen in this world to an ordinary girl hannah montana that was the song uh, ordinary girl but uh, so here i am on my podcast <laughs> it's like not that many things have happened to me i'm not addison ray um but anyways i would say my biggest advice is like there's something good in your hometown even if like it can bring back a lot of hard memories um and don't entertain the people who talk about you let them talk i think we talked about that last episode our last episode there's some people who are just gonna always talk about you oh yep and sometimes those hometown little moms who are so petty you know like those sometimes you have your worst. own personal experience with hometown moms i know we've all had you do like sometimes hometown moms getting in the gossip maybe that was it's, my hometown. no it's weird because one of my best friends her mom has always been in each of our lives so it's kind of been like hey bestie but also like she mm-hmm. has the tea always she yeah. always yes and so i think it's okay to like remove yourself from certain situations there are some people who they're not a mean person but they're mean to you and like mm-hmm. you can respect that space you don't have to be best friends with everyone anymore but just go home with eagerness and expecting that god's gonna do something good and especially i feel like i have never really had this like study abroad experience like 
crazy European summer. Like, and so, like, you're going to Europe this summer, which will be so fun. I'll miss you so much. And I know it's so easy to get jealous of people who are doing really cool things or a, a cool internship in New York. Um, wherever God has planted you is for a reason. Nothing wrong with trying to yeah. chase those things. But if you were just back in your hometown or just working at a little camp, like, there's something so beautiful about so that. So beautiful. So bloom where you're planted this summer, wherever it is. Don't look to the left and to your right at what other people's blessings are. Look forward at the blessings in your present. They may not seem as big, but they are big because they're from your big God. Amen. Amen. Okay, Ketley, any sponsors? Any sponsors? We end each episode like this where we get either petty or sentimental and we sponsor the episode not to any brand because we're still waiting on some ads. I'm still figuring out how to do that. So, but eventually. Um, okay, honestly, <laughs> I get so much crap for not having TikTok. You don't have TikTok? I think no. there's so many jokes that I say are from TikTok. No, literally, well, okay. I get so much crap I because I use too. Reels. So, oh, so you're like I'm two weeks late. I'm always under, yeah. Go. I'm gonna sponsor this one to everyone who has the reels and not the TikTok. And I'm and I know like it's one of those where I'm like I know if I get TikTok I know I'll love it. It's not a question that I hate it. I know I will love it. I will be addicted. My friends joke that they can always like I'll be I'll sitting on the couch and they get annoyed because it's like the sounds just you know swish. And so I'm trying to be better about that. That's a goal. I have two summer goals to so get not as addicted to TikTok anymore, or at least start posting. <laughs> stop. Yeah. Honestly, stop go just for it. yeah. But I just use 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 i don't ever post and i also want to learn how to jump rope better you know oh that's so interesting because at the gym yeah at the gym like it's like that's a really good workout and i i literally can do like five jumps and i'm like i literally got to 10 i was like i got to 10 they're like stop counting just learn i'm like okay Okay, (laughs) got it heard all right who are you sponsoring um gosh i'm sponsoring this too honestly my hometown mainville louisiana Louisiana. i went back recently and it was so fun and got to go to little tokyo great memories there they tried to get me to work a shift i was like no (laughs) nope no big dog it has been a great time retiring from that life no it's a hard life but yeah um, I got to see some people I hadn't seen in a while. Got to be all sentimental. Went back and spoke to my freshman, like high school English class, and like so talk sweet. about where I like remember wanting to write a book. And so now that I'm on my you know third book that's coming out July 12th, what will they think? Feel free to pre-order it. Pre-order it now. <laughs> if you haven't, do it. <laughs> that pre-orders helped me a lot, guys. So seriously, <laughs> consider it. Prayerfully consider. Um, but it was very sentimental for me to be back in a oh. weird way. So. Love a good hometown mem. Yeah, Those are now, the I'm best. actually bridesmaid for two of my hometown friends' wedding. And if you would have asked me after my freshman year of college, I would have never thought that would happen. But I think it's because I was consistent and loving them. I didn't try to be in a friend group. I just tried to love my people well. So that's you. That's great. Those were your three. Those were your three. Well, we always love and appreciate um, everyone who is consistent with listening. Um, we appreciate those who follow us on the Water Into Wine podcast. If you haven't, please do so. Do it. Um, but um, if you are just faithfully listening, um, please hit us with that five stars, a like, all that good stuff. It's really appreciative. Um, it's also just good to know what you guys are like liking, like which episodes, which topics you're preferring oh. more than others. Yeah, if you leave a review, and preferably a high star one, on like podcast app or Spotify, um, you should write which episodes are what you want to hear more of because we'll definitely see those. And so that'll help us a lot. And we definitely don't mind um, kind of having a part two of any of the episodes because if you guys don't know at this point, Grace and I can talk forever. So it's we don't true. mind going into another topic again and kind of expanding on it. But we also want to make sure you guys are wanting to listen to it. So let us know. Um, it's super appreciative. But other than that, have such a good day. We will catch y'all next time.